Hi, this is Daniel Ebry. I'm the logistics coordinator over at Chappelle's, and I'm here with the Chappelle's Rosh Hashiva, Rabbi David Schoomaker, to discuss his new book, Yediyah to Torah, Step by Step, A Practical Guide to Retaining Your Learning. So, Rosh Hashiva, it must be wonderful to write a safer. Uh, you know, it was a lot, a lot of work, uh, of a lot of different uh, nature, the the editing, the picking the cover, or the, the color, you wouldn't believe it, obviously the basic token, the basic point of the book, but but definitely very, very wonderful. And it's wonderful to have it out there. And it's interesting, you know, it took me over a week to actually see the book from the time it was printed, just the way the newsman worked out and actually your wedding, <laughs> Daniel, and just other stuff. So it's kind of like having a baby at the hospital that I hadn't seen though, but thank God I got the baby and I have now a lot of babies in my office and at home and uh, yeah, I hope people enjoy it. Why did you write this book? You also mentioned in the introduction that uh, you've had a personal struggle in Yadiyah Satora and retaining your learning. That's interesting since you wrote this book. Can you tell us about that too? Yeah, sure. I'm going to refer to something that I was thinking about actually in Parshish Kitetse. You know, during the, all the Parshish of Elul are for sure there to give us lessons towards Rosh Yom Kippur. And we start with Shoftim, and then we get to Kitetse, and one of the lessons that's classically brought about Kitetse is Kitetse le Milchama. There's a Milchama. The idea of Milchama, of a battle, specifically, is central in a lot of places in Torah. Yeshua is full of it, Tvarim is full of it, uh, continuing on, Shoftim. There's a lot of battling, you know, why is so much battling going on? So a friend of mine once said that, really, life is a battle, and it's, it's a true thing. And I think about it, there are things that we're all naturally good at, they're all, there are things that we're all naturally kind of decent at, and things that we really have a battle at in our Yitzhahara, sometimes in personal relationships. So we were talking about this idea in Elul, one of my Vadim, and I was thinking about the things I have a battle with. And one of the things I really do have a battle with is this idea of trying to remember the Holy Torah. Um, and I find in general that, and so it's a personal battle, to know more, to remember, to hold on to things, to know what to remember, etc. Now, battle by battle, I mean... Some people, income, some people remembering comes very natural to. Some people, learning becomes natural to. Some people, learning deeply comes natural to. You know, you always have to work and make yourself better. But those aren't, that wouldn't be called a battle. You know, Byron Cullen didn't have to battle to learn being. But there are battles. So, so it's been a struggle and a battle for me. Uh, you know, thank God I've been giving an Ian cheer for many, many years. Even we're into a few decades already. And that's something which, you know, came more natural to me once I turned myself to it. Thank God at 16 or 17. But holding on to learning has always been a, a struggle. And then, um, so I've been working on this topic for years in my own way. And I opened my eyes and I realized that, you know, there are really hundreds and thousands of people out there who are also struggling. Mm-hmm. You know, a very hush of Avreich, someone who learns from serious nefesh and excellence, said to me that, you know, learning so geschmack, it's so enjoyable. But I find the next day I remember nothing, mm-hmm. you know. And that is a feeling which... Many, many, many people have. The same Bacher uh, gets about 10 years of Adrach and how to learn. If you figure a kid starts in fifth, sixth grade and through three years of Shurim and Yeshiva Gedola in the Israeli system, etc. You know, that's 10 years of how to learn and so little time to spend on how to retain learning. And I find that generally there are three types of people among serious learners. There are those who have very, very good memories. There are those who have natural Chazara skills. It's a skill to, somebody looks like clicks. Oh, of course, if I see something, I'm going to review it. It's not so hard to review. I get that. I'll open up the safer again like that. That mm. speaks to them, mm. right? When you put those two things together, you usually have like a gutle door, you know, <laughs> the Midas and the Yerushalayim is in line. And then there's the rest of us, you know, and I'm a proud member of the rest of us who 
doesn't have a great memory. I don't have natural great Hazara skills. It doesn't speak to me naturally. And and I wrote a book for, for us, really, um, that to really help uh, from my own experience to try to write a book which is practical, which is current, 2022, Tavshin Pei which speaks to the students that I deal with uh, and, and the different things I deal with and and that people can relate to and be practical about. It's a very, very practical very uh, personal is the wrong word. It's not personal. Like, it's not all about my struggle. I'm not putting my heart out there all the time. I put that line in which I was, thought was important about the personal struggle, but it's really where the struggle is important for people is is that this is practical. Where I'm trying to hit it where it's at. Not telling you have to know everything. Not telling you have to hazard like every single second. And not telling you you should have goals which are way beyond yourself. It's something that that you know I've held on. Many of the methods obviously are helping me in my own life. And that can definitely help other people. So mm-hmm. that's really, so I'm really, really, I, mean, I would say that, you know, you have, you have hopes and aspirations and everything, everything has a personal side, but I really put, wrote a book, which I hope Klai mm-hmm. will be benefited from. Mm-hmm. So as a Talmud of Chappelle's and as a Talmud of your shir, it's fascinating because your shir goes very, very slow yeah. <laughs> and doesn't, uh, doesn't exactly emphasize retaining your learning specifically. Now, you wrote an entire book about retaining your learning, and it has an entire chapter on pace. So what's up with that? Right. That's a great question. Um, so I'll tell you like this. That's a really important question, because that's gets to a central point of, of the book, and why I think it's a good safer for people, because it's about balance. You know, the Alta Slobodka said, if someone has a very, very big head, and his limbs don't match that, he in Halakha is called a Balmum. And he wouldn't be kosher as a Kohen, I think. That, that's that, or an animal as such, etc. for Korbanot. That's a mum. Meaning, at the end of the day, Torah demands balance. Yaakov is the Iker Av, is the Bechir Havod, who combined the Kohot of Avram and Yitzchak, the, as we know, the Chesed of Avram, the, the, the Guru of Yitzchak. And at the end of our life, we want Tiferes, and that's, what, that's called Torah. Torah is really about balancing. There's a left side, there's a right side. In uh, the whole world, and, and really, when the problem is when things are imbalanced, and imbalance doesn't last. So I'm looking for balance here. So in in the morning, you know, my main asic in life, Baruch Hashem, is really teaching Ian and uh, and through the skills that my Rebbeim have given to me, and that I've honed over the years, Besiat Shmai and the help of so many people. I'm trying to teach people how to learn in a very uh, methodical way, etc. That's part of the picture, and I'm not emphasizing retaining so much there because that's not really what I'm trying to give over there. But there's another part of the picture called called Yediyasa Torah. And those are really the two parts of Torah is Iyana Torah and Yediyasa Torah. And that's why we call the book Yediyasa Torah. And, and um, that's what we have to look for in life to get to balance. So that's, re- and that's why, by the way, I think it's such a good savior because it, it's not imbalanced. You know, someone can talk about uh, breastfeeding and something like that becomes like the most important thing in the world. You know, that's a great thing, but that's not the only thing, right? Many speakers start to emphasize a point like, like it's the only thing they see. And that's really usually when things end up going in a not straight way. And here what we're looking for is, I'm trying, it's, it's all over the introduction to the book in the few, first few chapters. Lima Torah is chashiv even if you're going to forget it. I know that, right? And Iyana Torah is probably thicker in my humble opinion. But there is an aspect called Yediyaz HaTorah, Shinantan Levanecha, Shudivay Torah Mechudan Beficha, where there are many, many, many chazals which emphasize to us uh, knowing the Torah, and each person in his own way, at his own level, has a responsibility to try to do that also together with your Yana Torah. And really the point of the book is to ultimately get to that ultimate balance for, for, for 
even Talmud Chachamim, Magidi Shir, uh, certainly you know Balabatim and 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 everybody in between, serious learners, uh, beginners can also benefit. I think that people who've been learning for a long time can benefit to try to get to that balance. So that's that's that that's part of the struggle, you know, is getting to that balance. Especially as I'm more naturally an Ian guy, it's trying to see myself not like that. I'll just add one other thing to that. There's a wonderful book. Um, called Moonwalking with Einstein, and he has a chapter there called um, The OK Plateau. It was a very interesting book um, where he talks about uh, becoming the memory champion of the United States. Mm-hmm. Journalists are always looking for interesting things to do, so this fellow said that he wants to become the memory champion, champion of the United States, and in fact, in a year he did it, which is really cool. But as, as he's teaching himself how to remember, he's hit a, he, hit a, uh, he hit a brick wall. And he's finding that he's not remembering. He's not moving forward. And he thought about his father's golf game. He says his father's been trying to become a better golfer for years. And every Sunday he's putting downstairs and he's not getting, you know, he's not bringing his score down. And his father never hopped that there are other aspects to golf. He was getting better and better in putting. And here's the point. And he didn't realize that he wasn't getting better at the other aspects of the game. And that's why he wasn't producing. He was stuck in the thing that he liked and that he was good at called putting. But you got to get out of sand traps. You have to know how to drive. You have to know how to avoid the water. I don't play golf, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, so that's really like the, a great example where the and then whatever was in the memory game that he was missing, whatever aspect he got out of the OK plateau and he became a memory champion. By the way, at the end of the day, he, he did win the United States, but then the wow. Europeans trounced him. So it seems that Europeans are better at memorizing packs of cards than Americans are. Well, I know you touched on this before. When you're talking about uh, different people who struggle with retaining their learning, but I'd like to just ask you in general, who do you picture the safer being for? Who are maybe some different types of personalities you see you picture the safer being right. for? Okay, that that's a that's a very important question because I wrote it as a broad based um, safer, and it's a safer I think that many many people can benefit from benefit from. Look, even someone with a good memory can use things like simonim, mnemonics, which we touch upon a lot in the Safer, three, four chapters on that, which I actually first learned about the whole concept of mnemonics from one of my most brilliant Urbeim, who has a great memory. Uh, he, he uses them to remember different ideas. So everybody can improve from different parts of the book. Um, obviously, the people who are struggling as a large extent, but it's really a broad-based book, meaning a serious balabas, you know, earner-learner, if you want to call it that. It's definitely my attempt to him. Beginners in Torah study, there are a lot of things that part of it won't match them, but getting correct attitudes from the beginning could be super important, and they can calibrate themselves to different parts of the book as they go. Definitely advanced learners, people at Avrechem, I very much hope they'll read it. Uh, even my Gideon this year could, could benefit. And something I, I added on the back cover, Malamde Torah, right? Even that Rebbe who has a great memory, great Hazara skills, he doesn't necessarily understand fully the, the struggle that some of his students are going through, his Talmudim are going through, and how how lacking they feel in the fact they don't remember things. And he might even be coming with his great memory, you know, not, certainly not to hurt anybody's feelings, but in general, every Rebbe has to be Mizdahe, has to identify with the student's struggle. So there's so many, there's someone sitting in that cheer room, in that kita, in that classroom, in third grade, in the Mir Yeshiva, in Brisk, in NYU, wherever you are on the Jewish campus, that's struggling with the fact that I'm not going to remember this. Wow, he remembers everything. It's so impressive, but I'm not going to remember things. So I think even for those people, it's good for them to read it to know um, to know uh, what's 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 going on. So I think, uh, and I wrote it like that. Even I referred to the to something like the internet in two ways. There's some serious learners who will never touch the internet, which we respect, of course. There's some serious learners who use the internet. So I mentioned that 
in the introduction to the book and I and I add certain things which if you're using internet you can use this tool which is available etc so I really wrote it in in even the parlance I used was such that I make reference to the fact that I'm writing to a lot of different types of people and part of it you'll will will jive with you part of it might not part of it works for you part of it might not you know Everything we're writing could work for everybody, but it, there are definitely people who not everything we write could work for. So, so there's a lot to benefit from. It's a short book; it doesn't take that long. You have to really think about the ideas and how to bring them into yourselves and inculcate them. It's a practical guide, but it's really a lot of people can benefit from it, and I, and I hope many people uh, will benefit from it. So, what do you think are your dreams for the safer? Yeah, uh, my dreams. Um, that's interesting, and it's it's personal. Look, honestly, you know, I hope it becomes a modern Torah classic. They're, they're classics, you know, and there there are books which just go by the way. Said I didn't I didn't write it just for like fifty people to re- read it, you know. I read it because I wrote it because I think it has a potential. Um, that's a dream, right? That it becomes a modern Torah classic. What's an example of modern Torah classic? There are books like Ben Torah for Life, you know, which obviously is something which everybody needs on their shelf. So, you know. I'm certainly not putting myself in Rabbi Lopianzi's class. The opposite. He actually gave a haskama, a very nice haskama for the book, and he says it's a necessary guide to turn learning into working. But in terms of the importance of the book and, and it being something that's central, which could be a classical, you know, Torah classic, i.e. the type of book that people say, like, oh, this is what you're working on, you got to read that book. That's what I really, that's a dream for me. Um, I used to think in terms of numbers, is it 5,000, is it 10,000? I don't know. You know, Jewish books, it's hard to know. But I thought a better... Version is like I hope you know. Anybody who can benefit from the book will benefit from it, and that that's really the best way to think about it. And we're because ultimately it's about Hashem and His Torah, and Hashem wants us to know the Torah better. Inside, we want to know the Torah better. Klaiso is hurting that that, that we don't have enough Tami Dechalim. Klaiso is hurting that we don't have enough Balabatim that really know how their idea is crisp and can answer things. People are hurting inside, like we said, they're struggling with it. And Hashem wants us to know the Torah. I mean, that's, you know, Midon Vad Be'er Sheva. Chazal talk about a time when they look from Midon in the north to Be'er Sheva in the south, and all the kids knew Dine Tum So Hashem doesn't, of course, He wants us learning, and He wants our Siyumim, He wants Met Life, He wants 100,000 Jews, but He wants us to know the Torah very much. He wants to learn Be'iyun, and He wants us to know the Torah. He knows we can learn the Torah. So I hope that we're being shutafim, but my separatious here a little bit. Further, um, I mentioned this, like, I, I hope it'll, I found, as I was thinking about things, and I, I mentioned this in the book also, that Cheshman and Nefesh, like, considering how, you, what you're doing, right, that's Cheshman and Nefesh, which everybody knows in Avodah Hashem, that's a sp- specific thing, we're sitting in Mar Cheshman, just after the period, the main period of Cheshman and Nefesh of the year, Elul and, and Tishrei, and it's interesting, people don't do enough Cheshman and Nefesh about learning, people feel bad about Lashon Hara, how do, their Midos, marriages, Kas, but you have to Cheshman and Nefesh about learning also, mm-hmm. And even when people do cheshbon nefesh about learning, usually it's about bittel Torah, am I wasting time or not? But there's another question, which is, how am I learning? You know, in general, how am I learning being, how am I learning bikiyas, am I just jumping into things, is this the best plan for me? Our time is so precious today, and our learning time is so, so precious today, you have to spend time. So I hope that the book will have that uh, guide for people and, and open them up, not just to reading my book, but to thinking about this idea of Yedis Torah and general cheshbon nefesh. That's another dream of mine, that it, that it goes means that there's the users of the book and there's the people who take the message of the book and take it further and, and carry on. And, you know, I hope there'll be further discussions. At the end of the book, I offer people to write an email. You know, we have a Um 
www.yudhiyatatarstrudel.org. And I hope people will like send in their successes or different ideas. And I hope that I can, you know, continue, you know, I'm doing a lot of other things. So I can, you know, if I was a free man who, who didn't, you know, do other things, which are, you know, Baruch Hashem that I like to do and they're very important, I would probably try to go to America and start groups and maybe, you know, try to be part of the revolution. You know, this is not the only effort. There are a lot of great efforts in Kaleisro to help people learn more. But, you know, that's obviously past me right now. But I hope we things like maybe like email groups, different ideas, a monthly monthly newsletter about these concepts, people sharing ideas, sharing other barmacomas, different ideas. You know, even now as you start to think about things, you, you know, you want to know maybe that it would have written a little different or this. Or this. So uh, it would be really nice if there was like people working on this concept that we could have a back and forth about uh, to improve things even better. Maybe for maybe for the next edition. Nice. Thank you, Roth. Okay, thank you. Thanks. It's been really nice to stay with you, Daniel, and uh, Thanks for listening.